1: times there. Let's get into Broncos v. The Sharks. I love this game. I love this game so much because it wasn't necessarily our best attacking game, but defensively we were absolutely outstanding to do that against arguably the best attacking side in the comp. uh, If not the best, one of the best, I thought was incredible. And I truly believe now, and I've been saying it all year, I'm unsure, I'm unsure, I actually think that we can win the comp this year. Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying we will win the comp, but I think that we're a genuine premiership threat. I think it's official. I think that that really sealed it for me. When you add on the performance against Penrith, when you add on against performance against Melbourne as well, I think that we're only going to get better and better as the year goes on, hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood. Um, genuine premiership contenders, in my opinion.
2: There's a moment in this game, 28th minute, uh Pat Carrigan and Payne Haas walked off the field at the same time, and mm. I thought, this will be interesting. Mm. Didn't drop off mm. at all, Brisbane. Mm. If anything, it almost felt like you went to another level. It was like your young guys went, okay,
1: yeah, step this is here. a
2: challenge for us.
1: Mm.
2: You know, going up against the Sharks, who, so, you know, I think, I think their squad is tremendous. Cronulla in Brisbane with, what you have, four backing up from Origin, one missing, Selwyn, the rest of them backed up. I, I thought this was such a good win for you guys, and. That moment where your two alphas went off the field and everyone just went to another level, mm. unreal. So good. What do you reckon, Timmy?
3: Yeah, it p- pains me to say, Kempy. and coming off, particularly the Origin loss last week as well, tough week all around, but <laughs> top of my list as well was just Brisbane can win the comp. Yeah. Like the last two weeks, if that hasn't convinced you, then you've got rocks in your head because to do it last week over an NZ with a stack of players out to Origin. To back it up this week with a lot of key players coming off origin, mm. you've just – you have so many runs on the board this season and, yeah, you, you're riding intention to win the comp. But if there are any doubts that anyone had, myself included, just been dispelled.
1: Yeah. I, I just think the last month of footy, even though we haven't won every single game, just sowed so much ticker in the right areas. Like, the attack will come. <clears throat> It'll – like, when you look at our squad now, like Selwyn Cobo, Stags, Oates, um, Farmworth – Reynolds, man, like the, we're talking like Flegler, Haas, Carrigan. Like Billy uh, Walters is getting better each week. Like it is, yeah, I think it's a genuine premiership contending squad. I also think that to a degree it has to happen this year because we'll lose Flegler and Herbie Farmworth and I think they're like so important. Now, I think we've got enough depth to be able to fill that. Maybe not as good, but fill it to a degree. Uh, I think yeah, I think we're
2: primed to make a push for the premiership. It's interesting now. You said the attack will come like normally when you say that it means the team is just all over the place Like mm. I don't even feel like your attacks poor in any way shape or form mm. You can tell it has got more gears to it. Yeah,
3: for it's sure a Like scary thing. If
1: we complete it like 85 percent, we'll put 30 on most teams yeah. Uh, that's how, that's
3: how lethal the attack is. I don't know that it Does have to be this year mate like you mentioned two players losing yeah, losing a, a key front row, of course, mm. but I think you've shown in the last two weeks that you've got depth to, to cover it if not other players. Herbie Farmworth, of course, he's a big loss, but he's a centre. You know, like your spine's mm. intact, you keep him carrying, you keep paying house. So if we know one thing about Brisbane, it's they've got talent coming out the Wuhar. Mm. They have players come in. Jesse Arthur's played a bit of centre at the Warriors, right? Yeah. So I think you'd probably have Jesse Arthur's
1: replace. Yeah. Um, it's it's more it's more like to win a premiership everything needs to be perfect, Mm. like everything. And I just think that like right now, this young squad, plenty of energy, it's almost an embarrassment of riches. And that's when Broncos have won comps is when you go and look at their squads and it's literally an embarrassment of riches. And I'm not saying that we can't and build into it for sure. Not at all. I'm just saying that when you look at everything and you go, is the time right? It, It might be right now. Like this might be the year, like everything is coming together. Reynolds is a year older next year as well. Um, you know, but Ezra Mann gets a year older. So, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that they're, they're just in a prime position. To be, because, like, when you've got Flegler and Herbie, it's not just about them playing. It's about if we get injuries, then Arthurs comes in. Whereas, like, next year, if we get injuries, like, let's say, you know, Arthurs or Stags get injured, then our depth is a little bit less than what it was. Mm. And I do think, like, a guy like Flegler, if he gets injured we do lose and like next year for example then the next guy gets injured then we've, we're we down the pecking order a little bit as i said i'm not saying that we can't i'm just saying that like for everything to align it seems like it's aligning yeah. for the broncos and it
2: is interesting obviously brisbane they're starting to get i'm not saying you're back to where you were in the 2000s but that brand is starting to stand mm. tall again yeah It'd be interesting to see over the next year or two like i'm sure you'll be able to snag one or two players that You probably wouldn't have been able to sign two years ago. Yeah, that's really good. Like guys will start to take unders to be part of the Brisbane Broncos again, Mm. which it hasn't been that way for the last couple of years. Yeah, for sure. And I would say that you're probably stronger, like pretty much ever since that grand final. That period between then and now, I reckon you're probably stronger now than you ever have been.
1: Well, it's and I think it's like because our forwards are so young. Like we've never really been like when we've been dominant. Usually, and this is just around the 2006 ish. You know era and then even 2015 our forwards were a little bit older like i think jillo would have been around 26 27 maybe you know cory parker Hodjo, these guys are all a bit older um whereas like right now we've got forward pack with Haas, carrigan and they're like 23 years old like they're young as anything ezra man what's he 20 years old reese walsh 20 years old selwyn cobo 20 years old Like this is a young team
2: and i know he was more prominent Chat in the preseason, season And he's something's been forgotten about We mentioned him last week Like imagine if Moser Kicks on to be mm, Premier true. 9 yeah.
1: yeah And it shows you How much Billy Walters Improved that we haven't Really
2: discussed that End His name hasn't been I, I couldn't remember His name last week I, mm. I forgot it When I was trying to think of it Not yeah, sure I, been
3: going, yeah. I haven't needed to Keep track of him It hasn't mattered Yeah we talk about mentioned Tony Staggs Week in week out For many different reasons But so similar coming into this season as Dave Fafita to me. It's like, mm. mate, we know you've got the attack in you. Roll up the sleeves, do the hard yards. So he's never averaged more than 97 metres per game in his career, averaging 125 this year. Yeah, wow. And much like Fafita, early on in the season, the attack didn't necessarily come. He's just starting to – like he was running through brick walls on the weekend. Oh, mate. Holy crap, they
1: couldn't tackle him. Like, literally, and he was just – he just like – the. The want to get into contact, mm. like he was, oh. he was
3: angry, and <clears throat> the I love first that. First round of the game, he took it off the kickoff mm. and just oh, pinned yeah. oh, it yes. straight at them, and yeah. you're like, oh, he's on.
1: Yeah, 100%. And yeah, that, 222 metres. Yeah, he killed it in attack. I, I still think defensively that right edge for Broncos mm. is a little bit suspect, but attacking-wise, like Staggs was a beast. He was marked up against Talakai. He fended him twice. He loves the talakai match. He loves, loves the talakai. It's almost a like, oh, you think you're the big ball runner yeah. here? Let me show you how explosive I can be. Um, he sat him. Sat him on his arse oh, with one run. Oh, mate, running. he was so good, Staggs. And I think, it's, I think it's pissed him off that he's not getting even talked
2: about mm. in Origin um, chat this year. So he's been really good. You have a look at his last six games. <clears throat> he's had less than 19 touches in one of those games. And in that game, he had 15. That's so good. Now, a year ago, we would have been begging for him to average 15 Oh, mate,
1: ago. we were begging for him. Yeah. We were begging and for him. And that's his low at the moment. Yeah. Um, Jordan Ricky, I think he's just, he's just slowly developing into such a good wide running forward, just putting his head down, getting through the hard yards. Obviously, he had that breakaway try assist uh, that, we, that everyone saw, and it was just so incredible to see such a big guy. If you ever wanted to see Jordan Rickey's potential in athleticism, Watch that break, you know, and Kennedy coming across and how fast he was. But just his defence. He made 39 tackles for zero misses on the edge. In a game where we were under the pump constantly, I just think Jordan Rickey is just getting more mature, more mature, and he's a really good tail for if you're a young forward, they just may need a little bit more (coughs) of an opportunity
2: to slowly grow into the player we all know they can be. And I think he's slowly doing that. I really do. Maturity is the key word you kept repeating there. Mm. It's exactly how I would describe it. And it's not you can't tell maturity through stats. It's just the eye test with him. Even just his body language I think has improved out of Massively, massively. He he wants to get involved in the game. He understands that like if he
1: makes an error, he'll he'll pick his he won't just drop his lip and not play like not to say not play, but he's always in the game now. Yeah. He's always in the game. He's looking to make an impact. And, and that's the rookie that, you know, everyone saw coming through the grades. So really exciting for Ricky. And yep. as I said, all year long, he may not have the two try assists, the 10 tackle breaks. That, that stuff will come. That stuff will come. It's all the nitty-gritty stuff that I think he's really rounding his game out.
3: Blake Moser, 11 games for South Logan this season. Played every game, averaging about 50 to 55 minutes. Uh, what's he had? 1-8. Lost... One that doesn't add up uh five tries five try assists he's had four tries his last three weeks yeah. so solid enough durable so yeah going all right and yeah. defending at 94 percent
1: Ooh, that's yeah. good to hear um who else was I gonna give a rap? oh brendan piacora i thought we really oh. saw like this is why this kid has so much wraps really interesting that um Well got moved into the middle yes Piacora. so I think that mm. they may be slowly moving Capewell into a middle forward and Pierre Cora. I mean, look, it's one game, yeah, but I, I think they might be making space for and Pierre Cora. I, I
2: think we've mentioned it before, but I remember at our Rockhampton live show mm. when we had Gerard with yeah. us, and remember we said to him on stage, you know, of all these young Broncos, guys, who's the one you're most excited about? He said Pierre Cora in a heartbeat. heartbeat. He didn't even think twice about it. There he said it no like, over Reece Walsh enough. as well. Yeah. Like, and when we questioned him, he didn't back down from it no. at all. Yeah.
1: Yep. So great win from the Broncos. Now onto the Sharkies. Oh, look, it's not a, a devastating loss by any stretch, but geez, their completion rate and just the errors in that second half especially. When they get going, they're so good. Like they are so good. But to have 53% uh, possession and still lose 20 to 12, uh, Their
2: completion rate in their defence just got to get sorted and sorted soon, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit worried about the Sharks. It's not, you know, sell the farm panic stations, but it's just the way they're going at the moment, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a similar final series to what we saw last year. I'm Mm. just not sure if they have turned the corner just yet. There's a long way to go. They've got the squad to be able to do it. Uh, and I was very excited about them in the preseason. I thought, I thought they'd be a real smoky. But the more I watch them, the more I think, have they, they got what it takes? I'm, just, I'm not convinced yet. It's just the discipline side of things. Like, and and like the defense, the
1: fact that they've gone from... So one of the best defensive teams in the comp last year to this year defensively, then they're not really, I guess, close to the, the standard that, that they had set themselves. They had 45 missed tackles. Like, that's, that's not Sharks' footy. Not at all. Sharks' footy is gritty. And then you add on the brilliant attack that Hines is bringing.
2: But that's where I'm starting to understand less and less what Sharks' footy is. Because mm. you don't get the same thing every single week. And it pretty much has changed since they went to the final series last year. Mm. They conceded so many points. They missed so many tackles. just th- And that was un-Sharks' football. But, yeah, I don't... Like, I just don't know what to expect from the Sharkies week to week. And yet... They lost by eight points here. Yeah, it's not a train wreck. Not at all. But at the start of the year, I was looking at sharks as a like. If you said to me Broncos or sharks by round fourteen, who are we going to talk be talking about as a genuine premiership threat? I would have thought Sharky, without a
1: doubt, for sure. And that's the standard we're talking here. We're not talking about Sharky's making the eight. We're talking about a Sharky's team that I thought was could win the comp. At the moment, I'm looking at them. (laughs) I don't. Right now, I don't see them as a premiership threat, and that's coming from a guy that at the start of the season said they could win the comp.
2: And it's all things when I watch them. It's all. It's all fixable things. Like it's sure. like there's a hole in their roster that they just don't have a guy that can fill that spot. The roster is fantastic. They're missing Rudolph, Cam McInnes. I think yeah. that's it from the weekend. Like, sure, great players, but you've got the squad to cover it. It's, as, as you said, it is not
1: alarm bells ringing and everyone panic and all that kind of stuff. But it is just like these things can get away from you if you don't fix them up in the middle of the year. Right? You don't want to be chasing points at the end of the year. So, as I said, not a, not a shocking loss at all. We're losing to a Broncos side that is just so high on confidence right now. But it's just that inconsistent style or level of rugby league that they're putting out each week that makes you go, I don't know if I can back him in just yet. What do you reckon, Timmy?
3: Yeah, similar to you boys in that not, uh, not panic stations just yet by any means because we just said that Brisbane are genuine title contenders. So they lost to them by eight points. But... I think we were all just expecting a little bit more. There are a lot of really close try scoring opportunities. Like mm. Mully Tarlo could have had a few in this game. There, there are a couple of others. Talakai in the corner as well at one point that it could have been a different result very easily. Now, that is a credit to Brisbane because their scramble defence and effort was outstanding. Mm. But they weren't far off at the Sharkies. So, yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned. But. uh, i've seen him scrap this four middle forward bench mm. like i don't know way graham sort of anywhere from middle to edge these days but and it wouldn't have changed the result but conan tracy get him in at 14. yeah Th- three middles yeah, on I the bench and, and like, like i understand they've got Britton Nicker who can shift out and, and play center they've got quite a versatile they were puck. trying to
1: combat the big broncos but they do puck. it all the time
3: yeah they yeah. like i feel like crazy Fitzgibbon, Fitzgibbons is Preference is to always have this four-four bench. Occasionally, Trindle will be there. Or mm. Occasionally, Tracy, but I just think they're they're missing a trick with kind of Tracy, where you've all agreed is, yeah. uh, and again, not the reason that they lost this game, but get Tracy on it at yeah. fourteen.
1: Yeah, I, I just I just need to see a little bit more from the Sharkies. Just a more consistent style of footy. You know, when we look at the Broncos last six weeks, they've they've lost like three or four games, but they've consistently showed this kind of. DNA of the way they're going to play they've got a brand of footy that's there everywhere and I think the Sharkies just still trying to find their way so they'll be in the top 8 I'd be shocked if they're not Um, it's just a matter of will they be in the top 4 that's the Mm. question I have at the moment big
2: game this weekend they take on the
1: Melbourne Storm and Amy Bart
2: two teams coming off losses that I think they'd be pretty disappointed with
1: huge game huge I mean, especially Storm coming off that loss Um, especially
2: with Nico Hines playing for an Origin 7 jersey against Cam Munster it's oh. going to be a cracker. That's
3: going to be a belter. a It's yeah. a great isn't it? game.